Because as much as we don't have control over what's being taught in school, and we're not saying it's completely a waste of time, don't get me wrong, absolutely, one should go to school, one should do that. We don't have your control over what our kids Mm. get taught at school. But what we do have control over is what we do with the skills that we've identified, with the passions that we've identified in them after school, right? Mm. And start cultivating that within them. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT Podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to a brand new episode of the Real Life Tips Podcast. (laughs) This is episode number 52. (laughs) I'm your host Mono. Wow dude, that enthusiasm man. You've got me so amped for this episode right now. (laughs) I mean with the new season I see we're mixing up even the intros now. I think a lot of people said why does it sound like you pre-record even the intros? So yeah, well done. That that level of enthusiasm has got my buzz going. Thanks for that. (laughs) Yeah dude, I, I I got, I got this brand new recording device a couple of uh, weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago. Haven't had a chance to use it because we've just been restructuring everything mm. and, you know, going away on holidays and relaxing and stuff like that. So I sound super cool on my end. I, ho- <laughs> I hope it sounds cool on your end. But that's kind of what, what drives me, right? That's what drives me right now. It's I'm, I'm amped. I'm amped to be recording on a brand new device again. <laughs> Nice, dude. Yeah, you sound loud and clear on this end, but you have been always. So, yeah, I'm sure for the for the trained ears such as yourselves, you sound completely like a different person. But to me, it pretty much sounds the same on this end. But yeah, dude. I mean, new gadgets. Ain't that some stuff, eh? Um, I enjoy that yeah. as well. I spend my time on buying gadgets way too frequently. I think we've gone over this time and time again in the episodes, mm-hmm. but. Dude, it's that time of the year. If you're living in South Africa, you'll know it's taxation season. And I, mean, I know oh, yeah. in America, they call it the SRS. I think I, I stole that off of, I think, CIA or something. <laughs> but in South <laughs> Africa, we call it SARS, S-A-R-S, South African Revenue Services. Dude and I struggle with this stuff. Hey, Every year I get this in the mail. I start cringing and I look at, we can do a, like a self-calculation and I always owe like thousands of rands. I don't know what mm. happens on your side. Yeah, it's horrible. I absolutely hate it. It's one of those things that I think Kiyosaki used to say, and I'm going to butcher it now, but he said, there are only two things in life that are certain, and that's death and taxes, and yes. things that you yeah. cannot avoid. And yeah. it's unfortunately one of those things that I still suck with, even yeah. after I've read three of his books. <laughs> and it's the only department in South Africa that knows how to do their job, right? They they actually will follow up, they will hunt you down, <laughs> and they will put you in, in cuffs and chains. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I just wish, I don't know why, but I wish they taught us this kind of stuff in school, man. Exactly. How to file your taxes and how to get away with it. And that kind of leads us into the topic for today, isn't it, Leon? Is like, well, yeah. not how to do your taxes, right? <laughs> but rather, why didn't they teach us this in school? And today's topic mm. is all about the fact that school teaches you how to be an employee, not a business owner, not anything amazing in life, just an employee, right? Yep. And we're both employees, so we can solely <laughs> and absolutely 
relate to this, right? Is that school is crafted to teach people how to go out and work for someone else. Yeah, dude, it's a touchy one. I must admit, I am surrounded by teachers. My wife is a teacher. My mom works in the (laughs) department of education. My mother-in-law is a teacher. My sister-in-law is a teacher. So they're going to hate me for this episode. I don't know if I can somehow get this off of their playlist so that they never listen to this. But we mean it with absolute respect to teachers, right? I I 100% want you to clearly understand it. We're not saying teaching is bad and that schools are bad. Teaching and schools are there to basically create some sort of order to a very disorderly world. And it's a way to push a lot of individuals through some system of education that then creates a baseline for most companies to be able to work from, right? But it Mm. doesn't unlock talent necessarily unless you're living in, I know, again, I'm going to, you know, harness some of the US movies and stuff. Maybe we've got a misperception, but I know there's schools in America that gives bursaries for sports and things like that. We're not necessarily talking about sports um, because that can happen in South Africa as well, where if you really excel in sport, 100% that could be seen in school and that might get you into some sort of bursary. We're talking about kids that just shine on maybe creativity or they they find themselves being extremely good at, at music. But now you sit with all of these subjects, you sit with science and you sit with accounting, you sit with economics, but you actually just want to focus all your energy on violin. Mm. Or perhaps mm. you, one of those kids, like I was in school and I, I realized from a very young age that I enjoy computers. I really enjoyed information technology. And the only sc- subject that I had in school that remotely resembled computer was computer studies, right? But they taught us Mm. how to work in Word and how to create spreadsheets. It didn't tell us how to disassemble computers or anything like that. Mm. So at the end of the day, I realized that I've got, let's say, seven subjects when I matriculated. About one of two gave me logic, like mathematics. I still think there's a foundation for having that. But then we had like my first language that I speak every day, I had to go and actually do a subject on that. I still don't understand why that's necessary. Why can't they yeah. replace that with something? Um, if you, for example, really enjoyed the computer stuff, bring in a very advanced coding language or something in school. I don't know. Absolutely. What was your experience? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Leon. And I think the reason I love this topic so much and the fact that we're covering it today, and ex- especially today, is because you know people, a lot of my friends have younger siblings who are now just finishing up or wrapping up with high school or have just wrapped up with high school, just finished up matric. They're going out into this world wondering what should I do with my life? And maybe that's directed to you in the audience. You know, if you're a younger listener, then welcome to the show. But majority of you are probably sitting there thinking of someone right now, someone with a kid who's about to finish high school. Maybe you've got a kid of your own who's about to finish high school or who's trying to still figure out what they want to do in life. And that's really what we're going to be touching on here. And that's why I, I love the fact that you've just covered that, Leon, is that you know it's sort of the education system is designed to do, to make sure that we've got the best shot possible of getting some form of employment so we can pay the bills. And that's absolutely great, right? I have no problem with that. It's just one interesting thing that one needs to take into consideration, though, is because, or a couple of things. Aiming for the stars, really following your passion, mm. following your dream, seeing what can you do beyond 
beyond just working for someone else? What can you do to create something, to contribute to society and the masses as opposed to just being a little pawn? I call it being a pawn, right? Because that's really mm. all you do is you try and be the best at what you do for a living so you can earn more. And if they tell you that you have to work seven days a week, uh, 19 hours a day, what choice do you have, right? It's looking, what can, what does one need to take into consideration to break free from that sort of mindset already and already start paving the way to a better future, to a, a brighter future, maybe something that's going to bring long-term fulfillment. And that's why I love this topic, Leon. Yes, and I think another interesting aspect, if you really zoom out um, from a school perspective, you've got this psychological thing where you are subordinate in a class, right? So you've got your master's, sitting in front of you that master's got another master the head the headmaster for example and this kind of replicates all throughout life thereafter right you're gonna become an employee that uh, works for a manager that manager works for the ceo and that structure just never frees you to be your best and to be the number one and to be in control of anything because you are under a rule set you have no freedom to express your inner being and your inner self because you have to be within the school system, the school rules, and you have to adhere to the subjects and the standards and the materials that's being pretty much shoved down your throat. And again, I fully understand why these structures exist because most people need that in order to find a basis uh, to then jump from. But you get those individuals that rebel in school and you, you often think, what is wrong with this kid? Maybe it's because that child himself has realized that this is not serving what I want to do. This is just completely opposite of what I'm interested in. I've got this very sharp skill in, I don't know, doing woodwork or whatever. And it's just not, I don't understand why I need to do geography and, you know, history on the country and all this other subjects. It's just pretty much wasting my time when I actually want to work in woodwork. When you're a child in school, you're sitting in front of a teacher, you've got your parents barking at you because you have to finish school. You almost yeah, are completely disempowered, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. that is one of the reasons why so many people that almost um, adhere and fall under the school regime ends up being employees because you end up being so indoctrinated and so brainwashed into being someone in a class that needs to listen to the person in front of them who's then listening to the person that's heading up the whole school that you start mm. forming that same exact pattern when you start going into the normal employee world where you are just a person and you will have to climb the ladder and all exactly. that kind of hoo -ha. And I love that, Leon, because... What you're saying is it's almost like this rabbit hole that you end up going down into, right? Which mm. never ends. It just never ends because as soon as you pick a direction and you start heading into that direction, you start getting good at it. And you're two, three, four years down the line, you're in so deep that, you know, it's difficult to change your mindset. It's difficult to change direction in life to say that as opposed to being an employee, I want to be an employer. You know, I want to start my own business. I want to have people working for me. I want to follow my passion, follow my dream, right? And on the other end of the spectrum as well, we also do have, 
your parents and i absolutely get that parents you as a parent you want the best for your child right so you want them to have a great career be successful and all that stuff and then you know what happens is that a lot of pressure has been put on that child as well because now all of a sudden they need to see it through because their parents have mm. uh, showed them how to live life how to survive how to do things and be successful at those things as well so you automatically want to follow in the footsteps of what your parents have laid out for it's you the as safe well so thing to that do. also begins exactly and it becomes quite challenging you know to break free from that mm. so i think one of the coolest things about this topic about this discussion is the fact that if if we can start realizing that this that there is a world beyond being an employee and that this isn't some pie in the sky accomplishments that only the rich and famous can can mm. you know, achieve really what it comes down to is once we realize that this is possible and we can change the mindset when we or at least change the way that we converse with those children with the younger siblings the friends of friends mm. and their kids when they come up to us and they ask us for advice when you consider that that there is a possibility to not be an employee that's where the whole world opens up for you as well so i absolutely love that and that's unfortunately like you said the education system is not necessarily catering for that so how can we what can we do to try and spur on that growth in the younger generations to come as well yeah 100 and i mean at the end of the, the day the school has a difficult task again um, they yeah. have to push as many kids through a certain standard as possible so there isn't that individual attention to really grow each individual person's skill level at the level that they are at right so yeah. there's a lot of if you for example realize that so maybe this is speaking to some of our younger listeners if you realize you are extremely interested in coding go hard at it go as hard as you can go there are so many free courses online that you can use mm -hmm. in your spare time and yes your parents are probably going to try and figure out listen why are you not focusing on your studies that is something that you're going to have to try and figure out how to have that discussion with them show them a product show them something that you've built show them an app that you've built if you are extremely mm -hmm. extremely good or you find yourself destroying people in your school in tennis plead to your parents to put you in the best club in the area so that you can start mm. playing against bigger kids and get even better. If you know you've got that skill, uh, literally go and plead to your parents to push you into that direction. We're not saying drop out of school and go and try and be a tennis player. We're saying within the norm and staying within what is right as societal uh, be be beings and people go and chase that at a young age if you look at what elon Musk did with his kids right he started i think i don't know if it's elon academy or elon musk academy or something like that and a couple of his rich mates kids are even now in his academy he literally has no subjects he's gone and he's employed the best individual professors and whatever all across the world that that particularly focuses around the different kids' skill levels. So if a, if a kid is really good at, let's say, Sudoku at the age four, he gets mm. the best mathematician in the world and he puts that kid in a mathematician's class pretty much That's, all year yeah, round. It's really right? awesome. Exactly. Yeah, and really he focuses awesome. on, on that kid is going to literally beat out your top mathematicians of 20 years old or in varsity level, probably at like age nine. Just by mm. focusing that kid around that skill level at such a young age and not really 
being too worried about, yeah, but you also need to know America's history a little bit. You need to know a little bit what volcanoes are and you need to also understand a little bit of accounting and you need to understand a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Focus him and zero him in on exactly what his trait and his skills are so that he cannot just be average at that, but he can be world-class best top performer at that. And that's what we're trying to say is that obviously yeah. that is an extreme case, but that, in my opinion, is a very real and a working alternative that he has now obviously the power to create. And obviously not everyone can do that, but that's just to kind of explain what we mean. So if you are in school exactly. and you find yourself being good at something, go speak to your parents, say, listen, I really enjoy this one area and I want you to figure out how to help me excel in this because yes, I will still finish my school and all that kind of things, but I want mm. to be the best at this one thing and I don't want to go just work exactly. for a boss one day. That's that's really cool, Leon, because as much as we don't have control over what's being taught in school and we're not saying it's completely a waste of time, don't get me wrong, absolutely, one should go to school, one should do that. We don't have your know, control over what our kids mm. get taught at school. But what we do have control over is what we do with the skills that we've identified, with the passions that we've identified in them after school, right? Mm. And start cultivating that within them. And mm. I love that. That's really, really awesome. Leanne, I think it's time for us to head into the real life Derps. Oh, that was not my best work, eh? <laughs> for today. <laughs> it was unique. I'll give you that. I won't uh, say it was geez. the best, but I'll, I'll tell you that was I was trying to scratch unique. the decks, man. I was trying to sound like <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. <laughs> I dig that. Leon, I've got two tips from my side, right? And um, mm. it, it might sound unconventional, but this is probably the best advice that I've heard. And I think, and I don't mind giving credit where credit is due, but I heard it from Dean Graziosi. And one of the things that he said in one of his episodes somewhere was, you know, how, how, do, how do you know what your passion is? How do you know what you're good at? How do you identify your strengths and isolate them and start honing in on those and cultivate you know, whatever it is that you can use as a growth catalyst, right? And one of the things that he said is, what do people insult you about, right? Traits, it might be personality traits. It might be the way that you look, the things that you do, the way that you speak, all of those things. Use that and turn it around, use it to your advantage, right? So I would say, my first tip is fuel the fire and don't extinguish it, okay? And by the fire, I mean that when you get enraged, when somebody tells you, maybe you're a kid, you're in school, right? You're trying to figure out, you know, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? If people give you things like, hey, nerd, you're a nerd and everybody calls you nerd, guess what? They've identified something in you. The fact that you actually do well at school, the fact that you love to study, the fact that you you ace all of your tests, right? So use that to your advantage. Use that as you identify that as a strength in yourself, right? Saying that, you know, I know that I love to study. I know that I enjoy taking tests and I do extremely well. So maybe I should pursue, you know, uh, becoming a doctor and maybe one day I can open up my own practice, right? Maybe that's something that you can use to your own advantage. If somebody calls you a dropout, you know, or you, you completely suck at school, you know, how can you turn that around? maybe use that as a growth catalyst, maybe saying to yourself that, you know what? Yes, sure. I do suck in academics, but I'm going to go and focus on my sports because that's where I'm good at, right? So mm, that's a mm. great tip for identifying what your strengths are. If somebody tells you, you know what? You talk too much. You talk way too much. Then mm. guess what? 
You've identified that you're a great talker. You're a great storyteller. People enjoy listening to you perhaps, right? How can you turn that around? Maybe going into sales, maybe starting your own sales business. There's so much possibilities once you start looking deeper into the insults that you receive on a day-to-day basis. This goes not just for if you're in high school, if you know someone who's in high school or you know someone who's just finished up or they wanna try and figure out what their path in life is. For me as an adult today, this works. This really, really works in Mm. identifying new business possibilities or business ideas and things like that. What are the things that I'm extremely good at and how can I use that to my advantage? So I say again, my first tip, feel the fire, don't extinguish it. The second tip that I have, and I'll put a little asterisk next to this one, is consider taking a gap year. This is something that worked for me Mm. in my life, okay? Is, and I say consider, I don't say go and do it, I say, consider taking a gap year. And let me just clarify what a gap year is. A lot of kids come out of high school. They don't know what they want to do. They follow in the footsteps or in the path that their parents set out for them. Go and study, become an uh, IT engineer, go and study, become a doctor, go and study, become a lawyer, right? And they go and they jump into it. Or maybe that's one little thing that they, they, they're they almost certain that they'll enjoy doing because it pays well, right? Consider taking a gap year, meaning take a year off and just go and work. If you want to become a lawyer, go and do an internship somewhere. If you want to become a doctor or something, then I don't know, go and volunteer somewhere and see what it's all about for a year, right? If you want to go into IT or something, go and work a minimum wage job for that year, make an income, get some experience. That's going to do wonders for you in clarifying and identifying what you should do beyond just what the school taught you to do, right? It's aiming for the absolute best that you want to do. It's something, I'm not saying go and do it, but consider it. And those are my two tips, Leon. Wow, that's powerful. Jeez, how do I top (laughs) that, man? That was excellent. That was actually, I love that Dean Graziosi one. That was really, really good. I haven't heard that before. Um, I've got a a single tip. I think it's a very important one because this is probably going to go towards most of our listeners which are post-grad or post-school and now already working as employees, such as moi, myself, and you. Um, Basically, what it comes down to is why are we doing this episode? Most of us, yes, we've already gone through school. You know, we this is where we are now. Go and reverse your future. So what does that mean? If you can take a time machine, go forward 20 years and see where you are on the path that you are leading now. Are you happy with who you are? Or are you very, very disappointed that you never took those risks or you never made those decisions to take on what you really love in life and that you really enjoy doing? So go, it's it's literally never too late. That's hence the reason why Marnie and I am doing this podcast. This is one of our dreams. This is one of those things that I've always wanted to do and I don't know where it's going to take us, but it cannot take us backwards. That I do know. Yeah. And 100% go and reevaluate. If you are now sitting in an accounting job or an IT job or a management position and you hate life and you hate your employer and you are earning good money, your family is happy, but you are sad inside because you made the wrong choice and you never went and lived out your dream. Just go do it tomorrow. Take that dream on tomorrow. Go figure out a way to make that dream a reality. If it's not a dream that's going to bring in finances, still chase it. If it's something that you want to do for fun that you never started doing, 
go do it. But if it's something that is career-wise or something that you can still go and do, it's never, ever too late. So fast forward mm. a few years. Are you happy what you see? If you're not and you know you're on the wrong tra trajectory and there are outstanding things when you, when you were younger, you identified certain traits that you wanted to go and do, but you never got to do it because of society, because of the school system, because of being able to get university um, uh, acceptance and those kind of things. And now you are not happy what you are doing. And I know there's so many people like that. Go and change it. Go and do it right now. Start tomorrow. Don't put it off or chat your wife about it. Don't make any kind of drastic changes that's going to financially ruin your family and you. But go and make decisions and actions in the right momentum, in the right direction to go and chase that dream or that trait that you are good at. And I promise you, people will pay for your strengths. If you are, like Martin said, a good talker, if you are good at sales, if you are a fantastic guitar player that never got to really put that into... Just maybe starting a band and being in a church choir could be enough to at mm. least fulfill that one thing that um, that you wanted to do. So yeah, that's going to be Absolutely. my only tip is how do you course correct, basically? How can you go and change this if you've now already, like most of us, yeah. gone through school and it taught you how to do it, be an employee? And yes, we are now that's employees. <laughs> it's beautiful because you know, school doesn't teach you to follow your passions really like they, they obviously encourage you to identify your passions and to live them out and stuff but really the things the growth the possibilities beyond mm. your what you are capable of in your day job that's where the most success lies for a lot of big names out there branson musk all of those guys exactly yeah. right passions because are too individual what, the school can't focus yeah. on individual talents and passions Absolutely. except if it's sports that they employ as well exactly so I, I love the fact that you said you know even if you feel that it's too late it's never too late because you don't know what could happen yeah. down the road if you're you know one of the main things that one of the main reasons that people quit things as well most of the reasons that i've quit a lot of things in my life is because i don't have a passion for it it doesn't and the passion is really what keeps you engaged what keeps you and takes you through the difficult times and it's just beyond that failure in the beginning we've said this a million times it's beyond failure that's where success lies so you have to fail mm, mm. until you succeed right so failure 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 fail and fail fast all of these things mm. that we've spoken about in the past right so if you've got a passion for something it's destined to turn into something amazing and that's what i love about that leon mm. absolutely enjoyed this episode if you enjoyed it or if you're thinking about someone else who has a kid or someone who might benefit from this episode someone who you feel should change their direction in life or change their course in life or at least just start spending more time on something that they're amazing at then shoot this through to them have them listen to this and maybe and just maybe this could actually have an impact on them absolutely yeah. enjoyed recording this week leon i look forward to seeing you guys on episode number 53 next week this is me signing off mono you were joined by leon as usual as martin said share this with someone that needs the information that's literally all we are about if we can change one person's life for this episode and get them to follow their dream that is my job done that's my and martin's job done thank you guys so much for joining this was leon signing off see you next week cheers
What's up guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us and who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.